Welcome to the Biorhetic Wellness Podcast and this is episode number three about being willing, coachable and very hungry. I had to do this uh, this episode because um, I realized something the last year that I actually have been in for a long time. To be a bioretic surgery patient has demanded a lot of things from me. But first and foremost, it has demanded a lot of patience. Um, it's easy to get frustrated when you don't get the help you need and the help you want. And it's frustrating to understand that something is not going to happen, even though you want it to happen. My name is Camilla Hiller, and I'm a bioretic surgery patient since 2011. And this podcast is a lot about my own journey, but it's also a kind of a podcast about how to thrive as a bioretic surgery patient. And I really would like to inspire you um, to thrive instead of survive. Um, to survive is kind of um, limiting ourselves. To thrive is opening up a ton of doors to something that is greater than ourselves and also um, more opportunities and um, greater skill sets if you allow it and for sure a lot more gratitude. The, the main thing in my life um, has been about curiosity. I really wanted to do more and be more and uh, create more. Um, but earlier in life, I was around a lot of people that didn't think it was a good idea to do that, to do what I wanted to do. And I let a lot of people stop me from being who I am, doing what I wanted to do and fulfill my life purpose. And that has actually changed my life a lot over the years. Like I have been playing very small. I have been hiding out. I have tried a lot of things during my life. I have failed a lot of things. I have lived a really horrible life at times. And um, I just want to talk a little bit about the fact in how you can grow being willing, coachable and and very hungry um, in your life. And just for the record, uh, you need to know that I'm brought up in a very egoistic kind of environment. And what do I mean about ego? Ego is um, uh, the opposite of love. Ego is competition. Ego is comparison. Ego is thinking always that you're not good enough. Uh, Shame, guilt, stuff like that. Uh, Ego is also... um, what I learned over the years is that I can't be both ego and uh, both in ego and in love at the same 
time. Like I can't be loving and ego at the same moment. And that profoundly changed my um, perception on both ego and, bo and love. So um, every time I slip and go into an ego state, I have now learned that I can actually return to love. And um, all this time when I grew up, I, I grew up in addiction, constantly in survival mode, adrenaline and fear, of course. Competition and comparison was everything. Trauma for sure uh, was a major a major thing when I when I grew up in different kinds of way. I watched other people's traumas as well as I experienced my own. And to watch other people's traumas was also to 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 be in a trauma myself. So I know that my upbringing was not the best. But something that I learned uh, along the way, I had some kind of uh, something that was out of myself, uh, higher power, whatever you want to call it. When I was 10 years old, I acknowledged something really, really profound in my life. And that was uh, that I saw that kids could be very, very smart and adults can could be very, very stupid. And to actually see this, that I, I could watch children be smarter, kinder, kinder, and more lovable, more loving than adults. It made me survive in all of this. And I thought that I would like to be like the kinder, better kids instead of being a gross, ugly kind of, um, horrific adult that couldn't treat other people good. And um, I can also remember the day when I, just before I turned into my teenage years, I think it was, I'm not sure if I remember this right, but there was a year when I acknowledged that it got forbidden to hit children in Sweden. And I was hit a lot when I was a kid um, and from adults. Um, and um, what, I, what I learned from this was to use that to save myself. So I told the, the adults that hit me that if you hit me again, I will call the police because it's illegal. And that actually saved me that I had the curiosity, the willingness to coach myself and to know stuff that could help me. I was frequently listening and watching the news on TV just to be sure that I knew what was going on in the world. And in school, we had a teacher that thought that if you want to know more about politics and how this this uh, 
country is run, you need to go into, you need to follow the news and see what the politicians do, he said. And that, that started some, some curiosity inside of me. And thanks to that, I could actually, thanks to the, the, the ability to listen to him and to get curious on what that teacher said to me, I could go into the news and actually know that now a law was applicable in Sweden that you couldn't hit children. And that saved me a ton of suffering. That also taught me that I need to pay attention. I really need to pay attention. The sad part about paying attention is that when you have no experience in, in good stuff, in only bad stuff, and uh, not having a good energy or good people around you, paying attention can be devastating for you. So what I did, I paid attention to a lot of people, but that took me into some really bad places, I can assure you. It was absolutely awful at some times. But I also learned from my grandfather, my father's dad, that um, um, he comforted me when I was bullied in, in, uh, in school. And he said, like, you have no clue what those kids have been going through. Um, and they might not have anybody to talk with like you do. So bear with them. And I thought that was really hard to hear when you got so bullied that I was. But it's at the same time taught me something really valuable that, that hurt people hurt people. As Ed Milet says in his, uh, like uh, in, his, in some interview or podcast or what, whatever it was, but he said hurt people hurt people. And that I totally know the truth about that because my grandfather told me hurt people hurt people. But that is really hard as a kid to absorb. But it also kind of gave me an understanding of things that I needed to understand at a very early age. And um, my granddaddy said to me also that um, fear comes to confuse you. Don't let it confuse you. You are always good enough. And I think that I would have been dead if my granddaddy hadn't told me that. Because on the other hand, in, in another corner of uh, all the relatives I had and all the people around me when I was a kid, they always told me I was not good enough. And that I, uh, oh, you should do this, you should do that. And if you don't do this, you, you are not good enough. Uh, and it was awful um, growing up like that. And my granddad gave me, some, gave me some hope. And that hope also took me into more curiosity. Why are people doing the shit they are doing? <laughs> and it also took me into... Um, uh, learning about all of this and I didn't understand that 
I attracted the same people that I had around me and I attracted the same energy that I had in my life. If I had knew about energy and being willing, coachable and very hungry in, in, in a more profound way earlier, I probably would have uh, chosen to do, uh, do it another, another way. But also what I can see now is that I, in a more, in a bigger picture, a bigger way, I can actually understand this because I've been through so much shit and so much, much um, confusion that I today can understand and help others with the exact same thing. My granddad laid the ground for me to survive all the crap in my life for sure. Uh, he, he really helped me a lot without knowing it. But uh, what he did not help me with was to stand up for myself and all I believed in. It made me attract a survival mode. Um, for many, many years, I did not un understand that I needed to thrive, not only survive. Thriving is a word um, with more hope, possibility and worthiness. Thriving is for me development and to have goals without being ashamed of it. For many years, I thought that I would be better off if I just listened to others uh, and did what they said. But the confusion and anxiety grew tremendously. And um, it's not easy to manage kind of 30, 40 people with different opinions on me and what to do in life. Um, and. For me, it was only about being accepted and to understand that 40 people had 40 different opinions of what I should do totally, uh, totally made me confused and full of anxiety. And my surgery in 2011 is one of those things I did in survival mode. Um, I was desperate, stressed, sick and full of fear and I went ahead and did what others told me to do despite my gut feeling was telling me something else. I wanted to be healthy and accepted. That was my wish. Now with knowing what I know about the surgery, what I know about my body, what I know about the industry. I have connected all the dots almost, and I understand what is going on. This surgery destroyed my life in one way, but it also woke me up in many, many other ways. A deep awareness of my being was possible. And I found myself in a very brutal way. I can see my life 
like finally without shame and guilt that's a really good one all the mess around my body uh, and the complications put me once again into survival mode but this time I could not stand it it felt really really wrong everything about about that made me nauseous about the way it turned me about the way it turned out and especially how it felt to be a victim so I started to search for successful people of any kind that I could find and it was not about money I can assure you that it was about doing the right thing about finding my own worth and about joy and a wish to feeling good about helping others and create kindness towards myself and others it took me almost to die and the worst breakup in my entire life to understand what i was stuck in it took me out of a really awful place and it felt like I was kind of losing everything and actually I was. I had to start from the beginning again. And finally my spirit met with me to be able to be me finally. I had the 12-step program that kind of kept me going in many beautiful ways but I felt also that it touched on my obsession with getting a solution for everything and trust in the pro program rather than in myself. And I learned that, of course, this was a deeper meaning of being willing, coachable and hungry for a huge change in my being rather than in my life. I started the conversation with a power stronger and greater than myself. A conversation that was kind of trial and error and I stopped asking others for advice and I stopped doing like others did. Even though many of my activities were chosen by myself, it was in, uh, influenced, always influenced by others before and I have always been creative in different kinds of ways. Um, and during this period, I wrote books because I wanted to, but together with others, due to the fact that I believed that it was too soon to do it on my own, that I needed others to manage. And to do the surgery was a strategy for sure, but it also, in all the hardship, gave me the greatest gift. I allowed myself to touch my soul for the very first time. It gave me knowledge to help others stay out of all the mess, and, and I got to know people that actually can help me and also can help others to heal and stay healthy. It made me realize that no knife from no surgeon in the world 
could make me willing, coachable and hungry to step in and up in my own life. For many years, I was a victim of so much that I did not even had had awareness about and I really messed things up due to the lack of loving and compassionate guidance in my life. The push from the society to be an independent woman that could manage everything by herself did not help me much. It made me lonely and ashamed when I did not manage things. I truly long for love, compassion and community. As a victim of abuse, rape and betrayal of public health care, I got to be mostly by myself. My brain injury after surgery did not help. And the years of pandemic was not hard for me, actually. It was just everyday life in just experience like everyday life and thank God for the internet. In the midst of doubt of my health, I met Dr. Barbarkowski who took my awareness and knowledge to a new level. My friend Andy also brought me my amazing energy mentor Diane Solano who has worked a lot with and for Dr. Joe Dispanza. And finally, I met a woman that could match my psychic, my soul, my skills, and goals. She was a true blessing in my life. She saw me and heard me in a way no one did ever before. They say that when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. She is in no way connected to the bioratic industry, but she knows a lot about the body. She worked with functional medicine for many, many years, still do in a way. And she saw something in me as I see things in others. And I just knew I had to stay close to this fire powerhouse. She is compassionate kind, connected to herself. She's goal-driven and with one of the most spiritual souls I know. She embraced her own being as a driven, strong and open, loving energy. She totally showed me what happens when when you are willing, coachable and hungry and beyond your fear. She get me going, she gives uh, me new perspectives and teaches me that everything is energy and how I can roll with all the energy in my life. We are in the same vehicle and what I know for sure more than anything now is that I have to work on my kindness, compassion, and to not judge myself and others. She shows me that every single day. She shows me by heading uh, um, 
heading towards and leading with a great example. And I want to be where she is. Not that I want to be her, but I want to be growing like she is growing. The beauty of life that she stepped into as a true loving leader with healthy boundaries and challenging uh, support is helping me trusting myself and others again. It is giving me hope and a fun, open and compassionate journey towards abundance. I'm uh, actually learning my worth on a deeper level and embracing it day by day. To be open is the key. To stop thinking my way or the highway is crucial for a joyous life. That I learned for sure. To let go and let your higher power work for you makes it happen faster, whatever you want to be happening in your life. And in, in the way it's meant to be, of course. It is just as it should be right now. I am learning to undress myself from forcing anything to happen and step into the fact that I can use energy to feel my future and therefore create it. If you want more on this topic, you have to tune into the next episode where I have a conversation about energy with the amazing mentor of that Diane Solano is. So what is the key then? The key is to understand that it's not dangerous to be open, to leave your perceptions that you had for an entire life. Um, the key is to try new things. The key is to challenge your fear. The key is to make sure you do it with a tribe that are compassionate and loving and caring and that not cripples you in your efforts. That is the key. For me, it has been for many years to do it alone without any people around me, to use the people online like all the people that in, can inspire me, one of them for me was Gary Vaynerchuk. He gave me no freaking excuses to go on with my life despite what happened to me. And I think that's something of a gift to actually understand that it's given to you and you can choose to do whatever you want to do with your life. You don't need to be stuck in your old story. And that is actually the greatest thing with being able to get those words acknowledged in myself. And I never thought it would be a freaking awesome man in network marketing that would be actually dressing up my understanding 
of what I already knew and to get me into a new level in my life by saying you need to be willing, coachable and hungry to succeed. And that goes for anything. It's not just network marketing, even though he said it, Eric Worre said it in his, um, in his accelerator program that I had the honor of being a part of, thanks to Diane Solano last year. And what it taught me and what Diane also is reminding me of, that I need to stay willing, coachable and hungry then I will receive everything that is needed for me to develop as a human and to get into better health, if that is what I want, of course, or whatever I want to achieve in my life. I have big dreams, especially for this community of bioretic surgery patients. And I'm going to tell you more about the, the big dreams for this community that is suffering. But... What I totally know is that I need to be open and not judging, not criticizing others for what they believe in or for what they want to do. They need to do their stuff and I need to do my stuff. And I need to stay firm in that. And I also need to be open to talk with other people around what is going on with everything. Not only bioretic surgery, but my life, my uh, my relationships and all the goals that I have and open up to new solutions to fulfill what I want to fulfill in my life and also to be the person I really am trying to evolve to with more kindness, love, compassion and being a better listener and being better to stand up for myself and set boundaries as well. So all of this being willing, coachable and hungry is crucial in all parts of life. And also to dare to step into that energy is so important if you want to evolve as a human. It does not mean business or work only. It means in the entire life. What do you want to bring to this world? What do you do? Do you want to bring to your family, to your friends, uh, to your partner, whatever it is? If you're not open, you will have a shitty life. That's for sure. I, I know that for sure. If you close all the doors, you will be trapped. So... This is why I wanted to talk about being willing, coachable and hungry in this episode. I just wanted you to give it a shot, try it out, do something you're freaking scared of, ask for help, even though it feels freaking uncomfortable. Um, and if you, if you listen to this episode and you think that oh, I don't dare to ask for help or I don't want to be a burden for somebody or, or so. Reach out to me. Ask me for help. Do it now. Don't wait. Just ask for help. I may not be the person who help you because I have not the ability to do it, but I might know somebody 
or I might know a way of thinking on the problem so you can solve it yourself. I have no clue. But reach out to me because I will give you an environment of openness and understanding and love and kindness so you actually can dare to ask for help. I will not despise you for asking for help. I will salute you for asking for help. So do something open. Be willing to receive. Be willing to receive the help you ask for. And you will be amazed how cool it is to be able to ask for help. And I will, I will finish this uh, episode with one thing that I've learned over the years. Uh, and what you do when you ask for help is that you pull that person you ask for help out of their ego. Remember always, how does it feel when a person in need come to you and ask for help? Would you say, fuck off? No, you wouldn't. If you can't help, you probably will try to um, help them to get help somewhere else. But you could never, ever think that it was bad when somebody calls out to you and asks for help. You are making another human to feel new things and to be a part of something great if you ask for help. You pull them out of their own ego and self-centeredness to be able to focus on something else than themselves. That might help that person tremendously so sorry for saying the f word but um, it all happens sometimes anyway don't miss the next episode it will be with miss diane solano and we will talk more and deeper about energy and um, how to evolve as a human and i'm sure you gonna appreciate that episode i'm so stoked about having the conversation with her i know i'm gonna talk with her but i haven't done that yet but i'm so excited for that episode and you are so welcome to tune in and if you had some benefits or you had some epiphanies from this episode let me know uh, you can always uh, contact me everything is in the show notes of this episode and uh, make sure that you share it if you think somebody needs to hear it and uh, see you next time keep in touch bye bye